0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. Welcome to The Big Review Ski. My name is Owen Doherty, and I'm really, 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 really happy to be joined by the witty Rory Cashin. No pressure, Rory. Go, go be witty.
1: Ooh, okay. Um,
0: yep, that's good. Yeah. yeah, that's another good one. How are you? Ah, I love it. Class, what did I tell you? Uh, um, I don't know, is the Truman Show opening working? Are you feeling it yet? No, are you just like, no? And just As just a say friend,
1: hello. I just want to be supportive. And uh, we'll leave it at that.
0: Be gentle, please. <laughs> thank you. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening today. I uh, hope you've enjoyed our previous interviews that have gone out recently. Don't forget to check out our chats with Anne Hathaway and Chua Ejiofor. for... Daniel Kaluuya, Emil Hirsch, Lakeith Stanfield, Justin Roiland. <laughs> I just keep naming people back for like, <laughs> for years and years.
1: Yeah, I was, I was concerned how much longer <laughs> yeah. I was going to go
0: on. <laughs> they just kept popping into my head. But anyway, we're not here for those people today. We're here for Louise Kelly, who you may not uh, recognize the name immediately. But Rory, will you please enlighten us all as to who Louise Kelly does and what she, uh, or sorry, who she is and what she does. That's the one.
1: There we go. Well, if you've ever, if you've watched a TV show or a movie. I have. That has been, well, let me get the qualifiers in place. I'm just so excited. That has been produced or made in full or, or in part in Ireland in the last, let's say, 20 years. There's a good chance that the cast involved in that movie are in that movie because of Louise Coley. Because she is essentially the biggest casting director in Ireland. Um, so she has been involved in some huge productions uh, starting back in the day with some of the smaller ones like uh, What Richard Did and Sing Street obviously uh, has moved on to bigger ones lately like uh, the upcoming uh, Apple TV show Foundation which is the biggest budget show ever filmed in Ireland um, and also uh, The Green Knight which is a kind of a horror period drama action thriller all of the genres um, and <laughs> that has one of the best trailers I think we've seen yeah. in a long time. Uh, and also, how could we forget? Normal people. She is the the lady behind, uh, not singularly, of course, because it, it, there's a lot of people involved in the process, but she was the one who uh, helped to discover Paul Mescal and the ultimate uh, union, perfect union between role and character, as well as, oh, I've forgotten her, his costar, co-star's name, a Daisy
0: daisy Edgar jones
1: that's it yes i was like daisy really is not right she's <laughs> she's good in her stuff but she wants to she's also
0: excellent in her stuff yeah
1: yeah so uh louise was chatting because she is doing a, a bit of a masterclass during the dublin international film festival so we got some time with her uh, and i got to talk to her about obviously normal people the follow-up to normal people that she's also casting called conversations with friends I think that's the one, um, as well as Foundation and why Avatar 2 is on her uh. IMDb page. Uh, Are you telling me Paul
0: Meskel is going to be a big blue alien wearing GAA shorts in Avatar 2? Are you have you just said that's what's happening?
1: I'm not saying it's an exclusive, but I am yeah. saying you'll have to listen to the entire interview. To find out what color shorts Paul Mescal, Avatar, oh. and Abby, Alien will be wearing.
0: In worth it. The film, one hundred percent worth it. Okay, brilliant. Happy days. Looking forward to hearing it because, uh, as you said, I like. <laughs> no offense to to Louise Kelly, but obviously the cast and directors don't normally get. Uh, a huge amount of attention compared mm. to directors obviously the stars of a particular production even like uh somebody uh like director of photography screenwriters you know everyone is like it takes so many people to make these things actually happen but i think off the back of the global success of normal people um she was up for so many awards and it was like nominated uh normal people's Louise Kelly for. Uh, a lot of the discovery work that was done there. So, obviously an amazing track record. Uh, can't wait to hear about those shorts. Let's do it.
1: Oh, that's what you're focusing on. Okay, well, uh, Just right. mainly,
0: I'm just like, how does uh, Big the, Navi...
1: We've all got our stuff. I'll leave you to it. Squeeze into the shorts, that's all. Uh-huh. <laughs> Louise, how are you doing today? Great,
2: yeah. Thank you for taking time to
1: talk to me. It's great. Um, I guess right off the bat, um, how would I put this? So there's there's kind of a Hollywood version of what people might perceive your job to be, and it's you know wanna be actors coming into a room with a prepared monologue or delivering lines opposite uh kind of a, a an uncaring assistant, you know, just who are just delivering lines flat. Um, what is that like a fair representation of what your job actually is? Or I I imagine there's a lot more to it than that.
2: Yeah, 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 of course. Um, I mean, I think we can take the word uncaring out in the first instance. And um, yeah, at the very beginning, what we do is we're hired by a production company. So the producers and the director to find the actors for the piece. So anybody within the film or television series who has a speaking role, we will find them, whether it be a really big part or... And um, a very small walk-on, which is also really important. So, um, so that's what we do at the beginning. So we um, navigate the journey that is finding all the the right actors at the right time for this project. And, um, you know, obviously there's lots and lots of auditions, um, you know, that people have been to and that people go to. But, and uh, I mean, I can tell you in no uncertain terms the people that I work with. Um, we love people. And I think that's a really large um, uh, part of my job, as well as all the contracting and the, you know, going to see stuff and everything, you really have to have a real interest in actors and humans and an imagination to sort of um, kind of feel the character and see, can you find the right dynamic combination at that time um, that fits in the bigger picture of the director's vision?
1: and i guess like how how would you come to get a career in this like it 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 doesn't seem something that uh <laughs> there's any one specific college course that lends itself to becoming a casting director so how 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 did you end up in this world
2: no, that's a really good question. I think there are, is a course now which has started in the UK and run by uh, a couple of casting directors over there who are terrific. And well, prior to a very, very recent occurrence, which is the course, um, the traditional way of getting into casting is um being an assistant, I suppose. So you, uh, you know, it's like um, you train with somebody else and you um, and then you probably go off and become a casting director yourself or even work alongside them. As a lot of the people that I work with, you know, we have sort of learned together and we've kind of stuck together as well because... know five minds are better than one right do you know what I mean and there's a lot of memory involved in this job and so assisting is kind of the more traditional route and my journey to it was uh, more of like jump in and wing it and see how it goes (laughs) so um, luckily that worked that was 2005 so um, I just kind of learned on the fly and kept going
1: well you know it's worked out so amazingly well for you because looking at your your imdb page i was just like oh my god she's done everything she's (laughs) she's cast every like practically every every major project that's been filmed in in ireland like i was wondering is was there one specific kind of casting call or one specific uh you know i guess casting call would be the best way to put it that just stands out in your mind for being The biggest one the one that had maybe the biggest reaction from from potential actors or wannabe actors who because we often see especially in temple bar prior covid you'd almost see queues of people around the block Was, was there one of those in particular that stood out in your mind
2: Well, that's actually a really good um, that is exactly what was in my mind Um, when we did Sing Street it was an open casting and nowadays things are slightly different obviously regardless of setting COVID aside but self-taping is the way people work anyway like really so if we were looking to put a band together nowadays we would just get people in their bedrooms to play their guitars and their drums and send us videos which would be very efficient but when we cast Sing Street we had this very old school setup of we we hired the entire building that was in film base and and um, people queued for six hours and had five minutes and it was just it was intense but it was also really amazing because it, it felt like we were part of a really exciting adventure and um, the first day we did that and um, Mark and Ferdia who were both in the movie and um, got really big parts so uh, that was yeah that was a really special casting process and. Um, you know, each project asks for different, regardless of the talent, because obviously the talent, if you, you need the talent regardless, but um, every project asks for different skills. You know, sometimes you're looking for a band member or a really good singer, or sometimes they, they have to dance, sometimes they have to do well, all of those things, and sometimes and um, you might find yourself looking for a skateboarder or you know somebody who's really great on computers or you know something like that so um so yeah it's about sort of investigating people's skills and then sometimes um you know if we're if we're working from that side so for example if you you know with Ferdia or Mark you know they're musical skills were already there whereas they hadn't done any acting and um, most of the time we're meeting actors um predominantly for roles
1: well every now and again like obviously it's it's great when because fernia was was so good in in sing street uh, especially as someone who actually went to sing street so i, I know exactly what that was like <laughs> um, but uh like there, there are like some some absolute highlights that just that like they, they appear and it's it's so noticeable that it's such a perfect marriage of the actor and the character and obviously you worked on normal people as well and mm-hmm. just seeing like the stratospheric career trajectory of Paul Mescal off the back of that. Like it's it's insane that like essentially off the off the back of like one Irish TV show, he has now become one of the most well known actors in, in the world today um like do you do you take a certain amount of pride knowing you were involved in that career trajectory and i guess as well like when it comes to casting that that role and that actor is there a certain feeling you get when you're like this is perfect in the casting room oh yeah absolutely
2: um i mean there's you know a couple of things in that Um, i mean paul was amazing in the show, like and and Lenny directed Paul brilliantly, and the you know the, and the designers designed around Paul beautifully. It was it was the perfect um, combination of all of the right things, and so it was an amazing start for him. I mean, as regards to his career trajectory, Paul is an incredibly talented actor. So you know, I believe his work will be amazing regardless, and I feel lucky that I was. Um, part of the casting process of one of his very early projects. So, um, and as regards kind of knowing when it's perfect, the interesting thing is many times there are a few versions of perfect. So we might see one, um, you know, group of people or one couple of people and they, they make, they would, like if we cast that, that group, the movie would be one thing. And if we cast this group, uh, you know, a separate group. It will be something else. Both great. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what comes with such an abundance of talent. It's about when you then kind of put the people together, and something else is created. And it's which magic you choose in that moment, or um, or who's. I mean, logistical stuff. We're just constantly like we talk about availabilities, and you know, so there's all that other kind of like scheduling stuff as well, which. Um, which is very administrative but um, but yeah that you know I mean when it came to normal people I have to say Paul and Daisy when we brought them into the room together there wasn't one iota of doubt from anybody in the room and we had had a big search especially for Marianne Roan um, and it was just the most amazing moment and um, because we found him
1: and and then when you when you have a success to that extent um is there any pressure on you because obviously now you're working on conversations with friends which people are going to invariably compare to normal people like there's just there's no way around that but do you find is there any pressure on you to be like oh people weren't expecting that to do that well so now we have to prove it wasn't a fluke with the casting of the next one
2: and um, I mean, the thing is, right, that I mean, you don't want to do a bad job ever, for sure. sure. Um, but my, like, the casting, it, it's like every job happens on its own as a separate event. And, you know, if I had, so for example, obviously, you know, conversations follow normal people and it's the same creative team. But the same applies the same rules could apply to something else which I'm working on so I have a successful casting job on a movie for example and then do I put the pressure on myself for the next film to cast it as well or you know I think if I thought like that it might stress me out <laughs> so yeah so um so working with the same creative team as normal people was at, on conversations is just a total luxury because they're very, very talented people, you know, producers and obviously directing. So what what you have is my um, instincts on an actor and Karen, my colleague's instincts on an actor, but also three producers who have amazing casting abilities and a director who is incredible at it, you know. So it is absolutely a team, and then. And in the same way, the Daisy and Paul were sort of masterfully and very safely sort of carried through the shoot and through the edit and the post-production. And I have every faith that the same thing will happen, you know, for the actors um, who are in conversation. So, um, yeah, you, you know, I, I will do my part and, and take the and listen to the input from the creative team and all that you know and then you just allow them go and do their work, do you know? But not allow them to, <laughs> to do their work. <laughs> you
1: know,
2: um, hand it over, I suppose. But um, and then it hand it over is even the wrong term because the director and the producers are very, very involved from the from the outset. So you know, so it's uh, so it's collaborative all the way.
1: I have only two more questions for you then I'll, I'll let you go. Um, we're we'll look Again, looking at your IMDb page, it's it's littered with these projects that are being filmed in Ireland that I personally find so interesting. Like, uh, I know The Green Knight has been filmed and we're just kind of waiting for it to come out. But the trailer for that alone, I was like, oh my God, that looks amazing. And then you've got Foundation, which I believe is the most expensive production ever filmed in Ireland. And that's including like Game of Thrones and stuff. Um, so... Do you get excited when you see the direction that more and more of these big Hollywood productions seem to be heading our way to to film these interesting interesting projects?
2: It's really exciting, genuinely so. And um, I mean to work with David Lowry was like amazing because I'm such a fan anyway of his work. And and um, and to and I remind myself that we live on this very small island, I mean geographically we're very tiny and we are so prolific and um, we attract really amazing filmmakers and productions to our country but we also create like we have amazing filmmakers and production companies in our country so that's like double whammy right like it's it's busy um, and yeah like the process for the kind of international stuff tends to be you know, we have a project, you sign an NDA and you find out who it is. <laughs> you should just get me excited. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, it's, I mean, we're very Jerry looking.
1: And last question, speaking of uh, projects to get excited about, again, just based on your IBE page, I see you're looking after some casting for Avatar 2.
2: Oh, that was, you know what? That was a long time ago. And, and actually Foundation, so Foundation we did... Local casting, and that's something which I suppose is important to say because I don't, I can't take credit for Foundation at all. And um, so what happens is that you will collaborate with casting directors. So there'll be the lead casting director will be in England, as it was in Foundation. And um, on Avatar, the lead casting director is called Margie Simkin, and she's she did the last. I mean, she's a complete legend. And so what she did was she reached out to casting directors around the world. To and I love it because it's like the origin but on a planetary <laughs> side. Um so so we did Ireland and it was a, a looking for a child of some details which I can't really talk about, but it was um but there would have been one in say France and Australia and you know Hong Kong and all those fat places. So so it's a tiny, tiny, tiny part.
1: But there is an Irish actor with a tiny part in Avatar? No. Oh, there no, isn't. No.
2: So, so if you are part of the casting team, it doesn't necessarily mean your Irish person is going to be in it.
1: Gotcha at you well that's yes. good to know that's good to know because obviously any tiny bit of information about avatar uh, film fans will eat it up immediately especially yeah. irish fans about an irish uh, actor potentially being in it louise thank you so much <laughs>
2: <laughs> no
1: no i know i know i know uh but thank you so much for your time this evening uh very much appreciate it so much. and best Bye. of luck with all your projects going forward
2: thanks Marie. have a great evening you too bye-bye okay bye-bye
1: so that was Louise. I'm sorry to have to break the news to you that there is no Paul Mescal in Avatar 2. This time it's personal. Um, Yet. Yet
0: that we know of. Yeah, because
1: to be fair, there's like James Cameron's already working on 3, 4 and 5. So there's a chance he'll pop up in one of them.
0: Exactly. I do have a question though. Okay. Do you think that she was so moved... And taken by your line of questioning that maybe she's going to cast you in something?
1: I mean, if she's ever working on something and they are specifically looking for a almost always crying journalist. I mean, (laughs) I am right here.
0: You've got, well, let me assure you, you're going to have some competition for that role because I'm going to go for it as well. So (laughs) We'll we'll have to go head to head on it.
1: Perfect. Sounds good. Or like maybe just two, you know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just two two rules
1: yeah it's the, um the abnormal people and that could be us
0: we could do it someone must have done that spin off already but uh yeah we'll make it happen um listen as ever everybody uh thank you for listening and subscribing to the big review um rory uh thank you for oh, joining today
1: you're you're welcome and thank it's you fine. uh for thanking me
0: listen hi not a bother it's, i'm not giving you anything else so that are going to say thank you um also thanks to paul on sound as well cheers for making a sound uh lovely and cutting out all the bits that we say stupid stuff in not this part though you leaving this in yeah he's leaving this in we'll see you next time